Thought in my bed, chapter 11, Confessions. He watched in horror as he saw himself transform. Not a word came out of his lips as he held on to her wrist. Something inside of Julie surged. It was a mixture of wariness, anger, and fascination. She hadn't thought everything all the way through, or she wouldn't have found herself screaming at the human version of her cat. Yet she yelled at the top of her lungs, Who are you? The subtle grace that usually defined his movements seemed momentarily lost. Replaced by a shifting in his seat, his bows, which were typically arched gracefully, now knitted together in a silent conversation of his inner turmoil. She knew this was a mistake, but she knew this wasn't the best way of getting an answer. But how else was she supposed to get it? What other choice does she have? What was she supposed to do? Sit around and be lied to? Even if it was, even if it wasn't supernatural, even if it was just CGI made to prank her, she'd rather know the truth than to be plagued by a lie. She watched the hurt in his expression, and she tore her wrist away. She didn't know what else to do but yell, What are you? What are you? Alright. Calm down. I'll tell you everything you want to know. His eyes looking down onto the ground. I am your cat. I knew it. And here you go, having me look like I'm fucking crazy. You have me thinking I'm losing my mind. What are you, some kind of fucking animorph? A what? He was taken aback, but did not dare to make eye contact. But he sneaked a peek at her annoyed expression and he looked back down to his plate. Ugh, it's a children's book, but that doesn't matter. Have you always been a human who could turn into a cat like a werewolf or something? Um, no. His tone made her a little bit more suspicious of him. I mean, you're making an assumption that I'm human. Human? I fucking knew it. I fucking- you're one of those weird fucking things that go around cleaning my house. You have to be one of those fucking weird cleaning elves. That's why everything seems cleaner than fucking normal. A cleaning elf? Where the fuck, where the hell did he even pull that shit from? He asked, his elbows on the table, his face pointed up at her as she now stood over him, looking ready to beat his ass. Why would elves come and clean your apartment for you? She leaned away just a little bit. I don't know. Like, I thought it was like a situation with like the elves and the shoemaker. Haven't you ever read the fairy tale? Clearly not, yet yeah, no. Or I would have understood your odd references. But I can assure you I'm not elf, nor have I ever been. She crossed her arms over her chest. So, what are you? Mm? Alright, let me explain. But I need you to take a seat. He gently patted the chair beside him. 
are you? Are you going to kill me if I do? Lines formed on his face, telling a story of inner turmoil. His piercing blue eyes, typically pools of calm, now flickered with restless energy, betraying the peace he usually felt. His mouth hung open in shock. I would never. Hurt me? Lie to me. She interjected. Gaslight me. She looked at the pain in his eyes. He closed them, letting snowy white and ink black lashes rest against his cheekbones. You're right to be mad, to be hurt. And as much as it hurts me, you're also correct to hurt me and insult me. I wasn't honest. And those are the consequences of my own actions. So hurt me if you must, but feel safe doing so. I'd rather chop off my hands than intentionally physically hurt you, but I understand that I mentally hurt you instead. And I was wrong. He got up from his seat and she took a few steps back, unsure about him or their relationship. He pushed his chair back and took a step forward. Julie balled her hands into fist, ready to strike, when he fell on his knees before her. She stepped back again, but this time with a look of shock and sadness that weighed heavily in her chest. He took steady breaths, the air heavy with the confession that hung in the space between them. I've not been completely honest with you. I hid a part of myself, and I think it's time for you to know the full truth. He placed his gaze firmly on the floor, his hair cascading around his shoulders like a shimmering curtain of silver. I am not just dragon. I'm also baby, the mischievous cat who shaped your home and your heart. And I'm not a fellow human, I'm a god, I'm Buddha, full name, Saharda. When he gazed back up at her, his eyes twinkled with sincerity. And a shiver bloomed into her body. She didn't know what to say, and she looked down on him. I did not intend to play with you or your heart. I didn't even plan on donning my full body. It was never my intention to fall for you or to keep this facade. I didn't even know how to tell you the truth or if I even should. I know it's unrealistic for me to ask you to forgive me. She was silent and he listened in, hearing the sadness of her heart and the rhythm of her breathing while he felt crushed by the weight of his own emotion. I know. I should have told you sooner. Was that, but I wasn't, I wasn't sure. How? He looked up into her eyes, searching for any kind of reaction. 
and he saw a mix of surprise and bewilderment. He braced himself for the unknown, uncertain of how she would process this revelation. All the tranquility that he had embodied for centuries wavered, replaced by the vulnerability of being laid bare. He hoped that she would kick him or scream or she would say anything even if it was cruel. He began to mourn even as he looked into her face. He mourned the end of their time. I understand that this is a lot to take in. His voice carrying the weight of a millennium. But please, say something. Something new possessed him. A flicker of a human emotion called fear. Anything. Please. He begged. 